0: hi and welcome to intrepid wisdom my name is deborah jay and in this podcast series we'll look at connecting the wisdom of the generations we'll be discussing topics such as life love and relationships as well as business entrepreneurship spirituality health age and much much more We want to cover all these topics and go deeper into the minds of some of the most inspirational people out there, so we can inspire you to broaden your perspective, to find a deeper meaning to life, and find the courage to go just a little bit deeper into your own heart. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode. (laughs) Hi and welcome to Intrepid Wisdom. My name is Deborah J, and this week we have Tamara Don, who is an EFT master trainer. So that's emotional freedom technique for those of you who are not sure of what it is, also known as tapping, and she's also a family constellator. Together with her husband Peter, they run a training centre in the UK. And they're training people all over the world, in the USA, in Singapore. And her specialty is helping stressed out, overwhelmed and exhausted mums to retain their calm, enjoy their kids a bit better, get a little bit more done. And she's also <laughs> writing a book called Frazzled to Fabulous in Five minutes a day. So that sounds absolutely amazing. And I think we could all do with that as well. And it's for publishing later on this year, I believe, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a chat today about what we want to get from this podcast, this series, to tap into that kind of motherly, grandmotherly energy, that divine feminine that uh, we hear the buzzword being used quite a bit and just maybe have a chat and see what your own perspective is maybe even have a talk about your own experience with your mom, grandmothers, any female role models that you might have had and the intrepid wisdom you've been able to pull forward and how it's led to what you do today which is your EFT tapping and your um, family constellations. so tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I think just to launch in when it comes to motherly wisdom, ancestral wisdom, for me I think about when my daughter was very young and up until that point I had always had a really good relationship with my mother. Then I found that that changed once I had my daughter and I didn't really understand it but I found myself to be very upset a lot of the time. Couldn't couldn't really speak to her it felt quite emotional and frustrated and inadequate actually I think that's the word inadequate and and I started really doing loads of work on myself I didn't have EFT at the time sadly but I did come across something called family constellations so I probably people listening might not know shall I just say a bit about what what
0: yeah
1: so It really is about if you if you go to if you've got a headache, let's say, for example, and you go to the doctor, the doctor will set will give you a tablet to get rid of your headache. Let's say, for example, if you go to a holistic practitioner, maybe a homeopath or an acupuncturist or an EFT practitioner, they might look at your whole person and just kind of like assess you in that way. But when you go to a family constellator, they take it one step further and they look at your whole family system Because if you imagine that you've got all these different cogs of a wheel and they're all interconnected, each of those is a different family member. And when you move one, all the others are going to rotate as well. Mm -hmm. So everyone in your family is connected to everyone else. And everything that happens to one family member impacts the rest of the family so when I say everything the things I'm talking about are like the big things maybe when there's when people have been affected by war or there's been a divorce or their family secrets or miscarriages or adoptions those kind of um life-changing type things then then they're going to impact other members of the family so all of a sudden my my relationship with my mother wasn't very good and through the family constellation work what I discovered was how the mother line had impacted how I was today so interestingly tracing back I can't think how many generations ago but my grandmother's grandmother she lost her mother in in very early days so either she died at birth or around that age so my grandmother's mother grew up without a mother. And my grandmother was born quite late in my great grandmother's life. So I I always think what was going on for my great grandmother? You know, she didn't have a strong mother role. How did she, she came to motherhood late in life. But, you know, there must have been stuff going on around that. And I'm sure they didn't process stuff the way we do today. And then my grandmother was born. She was an only child. And then she actually escaped to England during the Second World War. So she was a refugee In England, she came around her very early 20s. Where were they coming from, Tamara? She was coming from Germany. Oh, wow. And so she then was in London during the war. And one way or another, she found herself to become pregnant. And she became pregnant with twins. Now, what's really interesting is that the egg that created me was growing inside my baby mother inside my grandmother's womb okay it's quite hard to get your head around that i i still struggle so if you think about what what must have been going on for my grandmother the 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 circumstances to how she became pregnant are a family secret so we don't know she went to her grave and she didn't share that information so my mother grew up without a father and it was a forbidden subject so that egg that was me what was going on for that egg for this pregnant woman without a partner in a foreign country, in the bombs in London, I can only imagine. So then she brought up her twins, my mother being one of them, and she must have done the best job she possibly could have done, given the circumstances. But she had no money; she had to she had to work, and so there wasn't much time for her to be with her children. So my mother then went on to get married and he had me and my brother. And so she made some kind of unconscious decision. Maybe it was a conscious decision. I don't know. To really, you know, we were not going to have the childhood that she had. So she did everything for us. And so we were kind of like, in the most loving way, we were probably mollycoddled. So okay,
0: it was overcompensation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really kind of like, um, she met all our needs. She made sure she, she was fully there for us, which was wonderful. But, it, but because it was coming from that place of pain to try and fill the gap that she didn't have, mm. that was then impacting me. So then when I went on to have my daughter, it brought up all these unconscious feelings of inadequacy and really, really not very comfortable at all. And so I started processing that through family constellations. And I traced all this history that I've just been telling you.
0: Wow.
1: And I've done so much work. My mum's done loads of work as well. Wow. And now um, we have the most incredible relationship that I could possibly wish for any mother and daughter. It's, it's, it's incredible. Our love for each other is so... It brings up so much joy and it's so heart-opening. And when we're together, we always say to each other, we are so lucky. We're so lucky because she's obviously older, and she's not going to be here forever. Mm -hmm. And yet we've resolved this while she's been alive. And my daughter has been able to witness that as well. So for her to see this really strong mother and daughter roles, and then to have that because, because we don't, I mean, particularly, I'm talking around mothering now, but it can apply to anything that you have in your life. We don't do anything in isolation, we have our mother's energy behind us whether we know her or not and behind that we have our grandmother's energy and our great grandmother's energy etc cetera, etc cetera. and so when we can feel strong in that and we when we can feel that energy from the ancestral line the mother line from mother to daughter to mother to daughter that that line of that golden thread of love flowing from one generation to another we can really stand strong it, with confidence and presence and groundedness and love in our lives that we can bring to our own children if we have them or to aspects of our lives or our businesses or wh- whatever we're, we're, it, we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of where how I came to this work. And I combine it also with EFT, which I can explain what that is.
0: Yeah, before we move on to the EFT, because what I'd like to do is just backtrack a bit. So we know that your daughter was born and your relationship just didn't seem to support you with your mum with the way that you'd hoped it would. And and so you came to Family Constellations. And then you're saying as well that your mum went through her own processes as well. But I would imagine starting off this, you're on your own, your mum, if the relationship is not cohesive yet, you have to do the work first. And then that feeds into your mum's energy, picking up your energy maybe a little bit differently. And I'm going to guess that's probably what encouraged her with your mindset shift first in order to open up that space for her, I imagine. And therefore, the the change or influence of, of your own change probably encouraged her to do her own work. Is that kind of how it happened or just to see... How did that change, or how could other people hope to have the
1: same you're you're absolutely right, and um don't forget to do remember I, at the beginning, I talked about these cogs, and so i my cog started changing, so probably our cogs were quite rusty, you know because they've been stuck in place, and these family patterns have been set, and there wasn't much movement. but I started oiling my cog, and as I started oiling my cog, her cog started moving as well, mm. so So, yes, but throughout the whole process, even when we weren't getting on, we most of the times stayed in dialogue, however painful it was. And even though we were kind of like we couldn't move through it, we both we both had like this deep yearning to resolve this, but we didn't know how. So there was always like the positive intention from both sides that this isn't how it's meant to be and there must be another way. And then my mother started started later doing the work. And I totally agree with you, particularly because when I'm working with my clients, I often see women whose, whose family are not open to, to this kind of work. Mm. And yet it still has an impact. I remember one particular client came to me and I think she was having some relational problem with her partner. And we did some processing around that. When she got home, there was a big bunch of flowers and a big smile from her partner that was completely out of the blue. And and the partner didn't know that she'd been doing that work. So are they, there are these invisible forces in family constellations. We call it the knowing field. And the way I like to describe it is that, you know, in autumn, you have all the the leaves fall down to the floor and then you have these big gusts of wind and the wind blows the leaves and the leaves are swirling. Well, You can't see the wind, but you can see the leaves. So you know that there's this invisible force there that is causing this. Now, this knowing field is like that invisible force and we can't see it, but we can feel it and we're moved by it. That's what causes us. Like sometimes, let's say, let's say a a woman was adopted and then she gives birth to her child and her child has this really deep sense of not belonging. And, and that's not really because her mother's, you know, there's, she's cultivated a good relationship, let's say. But that belief is like filtering th- down through the generations. And so she, the, these limiting beliefs can get passed down through the generations. And what's really interesting is that you might say, oh, that's a bit wishy-washy. and But they've actually been able to do some research on this. And there's one study that was done with mice, and this study had these male mice smell cherry blossom scent, and every time they smelt it, they were given a mild electric shock, so they associated the, the smell with fear. Two weeks later, they were put with females and they had babies, and babies were reared, and the babies were never exposed to the scent of s- cherry blossom until they were adults. And when they were adults, they, the scientists exposed them to the scent of cherry blossom and they immediately registered fear, even though they had never been exposed to that connection, you know, cherry blossom equals fear. Then they were bred and the next generation as well still had that fear. So it's, it's incredible that the science is kind of catching up with the ancient wisdom, shall we say, uh, of of what we're experiencing and what we're living because of what our ancestors have been through.
0: And it is that energetic pass on. Some people have a tendency to see all the talk of energy and energy healing and and the whole lot of it to be a little bit like woo-woo or whatever. But nobody ever thinks that when they flick the switch on and the lights come on in their house where's that coming from? Or when you're talking into your phone and there's somebody's face or, you know, on a a computer screen, somebody's face is talking back to you. Is that way? Woo. No, I don't think so. So there's other ways of looking at it. The other thing I just wanted to point before we kind of moved on to the EFT side of it was through my own years of my own personal self-development and work and through even just discussions with family, friends and people throughout my own life is there's anybody who's considering the idea of doing this family constellation work not everybody is going to be open to it. And so if you're trying to heal your family trauma and your family is completely shut down or you're, you know, maybe you have an abusive family or maybe you've just never had those conversations with your family and you're not the kind of person who maybe feels confident enough to even go home and go, hi, mom, hi, dad, I'm doing this constellation work and, you know, we're going to heal each other. It's really, if you work with yourself and you heal yourself, the other people don't always have to change. And, and those cogs that are moving don't always have to create a positive effect with the other cogs moving and suddenly you're going to be happy families. And, you know, the Waltons living on a beautiful hill, with sunshine and unicorns and rainbows. That's not necessarily how it, how it goes. But your healing alone is actually enough for you to be able to move past the acceptance of That's their journey. The rest of my family are not like that. And just your own acceptance and understanding of where you've come and healing yourself allows you to move past that. So the other people may not necessarily change hugely. And that shouldn't be seen as a a failing or, you know, something that hasn't worked. But your own work yourself, you should be able to feel it within yourself. It's my own experience as well. Um, And then EFT, which I absolutely love. I was uh, telling Tamara that as a kid, my dad, who was a hypnotherapist and psychotherapist, taught me EFT when I was when it was only in the 90s. So I was only a kid at the time for things like asthma and eczema when my eczema was really itchy or for when I'd be stressed out or whatever so yeah talk to us about EFT and tell
1: everybody what it's all about because it's a tool that they can learn for themselves. Absolutely it's an incredible tool and how absolutely amazing that you've grown up with this tool because that is my my big passion is to educate mothers to use it with their children so that their children will grow up with this tool literally with at their fingertips so that um, they can and you are that generation who have this tool who you can use it on anything because once you've learned it you've always got it and you just have to use your fingers so so I'm so excited to meet you as an adult because I think you are the first adult I've met who has grown up with EFT and and my daughter as well she's grown up with EFT from a certain age and she definitely uses it and um, it's been very helpful. So EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. It's like acupuncture for emotions without the use of needles. It's, it involves tapping on various points on the body which are at the ends of these meridians. So the meridians are the energy lines where, where you stick the needles but we don't, we tap. If you imagine a garden hose pipe where you have water flowing through it um, these energy lines, they don't have water flowing through it. they have energy line energy flowing through it. And when you have an upsetting emotion like anxiety or stress or anger, it's like you have a kink in the energy line. And so if you have a kink in your garden hose pipe, water can't flow through. If you have a kink in the energy line, energy can't flow through. And by tapping on these various points mainly on the face, you can start releasing, the negative emotions, because the energy can start flowing through. So it straightens out the energy lines. And that has the effect of dissolving the negative emotion, and then you feel calm, peaceful and relaxed. Now, from a a scientific point of view, they have done some research on this. And one particular research paper that they did involved having one group of people had an hour of EFT, another group of people had an hour of talk therapy and another group with a control and the only group that had a statistically significant reduction In cortisol levels, which is our stress hormone, was the group which had EFT, and that was a 24% reduction in cortisol levels. And there there are lots of other studies out there which have been done, which is really great news for us. And in England, um, the National Health Service has recognised the importance of EFT, particularly when it comes to to PTSD, post-traumatic stress. And they have asked for some more research to be studied for that so that they can then consider it further, so that's really good news for the EFT world. So that's it in a nutshell. um And
0: with EFT, I know there is another. And correct me
1: if I'm wrong, but my understanding from the
0: '90s, from all that time ago, uh, with it, with the EFT, you're. So you're tapping on the various meridian points, which we know. You're counting as well, which is using one side of your brain. Am I correct? And then you're speaking, which is using another side of your brain. Or this is the version that I would have learned. You have, the, you know, your gamut points. And I remember my dad. So we did all the tapping on all the points and we got to this or to the gamut point. And he was like, happy birthday to me. One, two, three, four, five. Happy birthday to me. One, two, three, four, five. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> But it was because when you sing, you're accessing another point of your brain. When you're speaking, you're accessing another point of your brain. When you're using numbers, it's a different point. When you're counting, like, you know, you're actually connecting the two sides and your two hemispheres of your brain and reprogramming essentially a corrupt file in a computer you're reprogramming it to run smoothly and what would I be correct is that how you do yours that you use the counting in the words as well
1: um, so the gamut point is um I don't usually use it very often it, it was there historically some people still use it but generally it's not something that I do use when I teach it I do teach the gamut point for sure and the nine gamut so you roll your eyes you go left and right hard down and up and down and close and open and happy birthday etc but I tend not to use that in my practice anymore because it works so well without it anyway so yeah that that was um, the original Gary Craig um, EFT for sure.
0: Beautiful okay and um, so yeah tell me a little bit then more about um, your own practice and you're training people up around the world and it sounds like you have half the world covers.
1: Well and um, that was in the good old um pre-COVID world wasn't it we just managed to get a Singapore trip in just before lockdown so that was um, definitely I was doing a lot of tapping because we arrived there and it was kind of like their version of lockdown which they called code orange and we just arrived on the day of code orange so it was brought up a lot of stress and we didn't know whether we could run it but we did and it was a huge success and fingers crossed we'll be able to go back there next year to continue the training. So we, what we do is we train to teach people to become practitioners, but we also run workshops for people who just want to experience it. We run one-to-one sessions for people who want to work on deeper limiting beliefs like I'm not good enough, I don't belong, I'm not alone, I'm, I'm alone. because we, we can start using the EFT and then also the family constellations if necessary to release those limiting beliefs at a root level. So that you can step out into your life with freedom and feel the support around you from your ancestors and also feeling strong in yourself as well.
0: Because that's really where it starts, I think, as well. And like for anybody who hasn't used EFT, doesn't know anything about it. um, I will say for my own personal experience, EFT can work so quickly. I used to have uh, asthma, as I said, and I used to have eczema. And sometimes I'd be just really, really itchy. And, you know, my dad would be like, okay, let's do some EFT. And I'd do the tapping. And to some extent, it was a distraction from the itch. So that would have uh, done a job all by itself. But I could, you could really feel your nervous system just, it just relaxes. Everything just relaxes. And even like for nowadays, you know, parents, you're teaching parents for their kids I think this is such a valuable tool because anything that we can do ourselves anything that we don't have to use prescribed medication for if we can avoid it you know if we need it you need it but if it's a case that you can do something yourself at home that's the greatest gift that you can give to anybody and I know for me if I had kids I would be passing it on to my kids and I think Long after we're gone, your great, 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 great grandmother, whilst you're, you've are you tapped into that line, most of us haven't got a clue who that is or who she was or where she came from, where she lived and all the rest of it. And long after I'm gone and I'm a great, 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 great grandmother, if that's the way I am, um, nobody's going to remember me. But the one thing I really want is to be able to pass on tools knowledge and information that can go from generation to generation because for me egoically i've no interest in being known really well because it doesn't matter because when i'm dead i'm gone anyway but for the ripples of my energetic flow into the future that's that's my legacy and in this what you're doing is your legacy and you're leaving um, a completely different ripple. and actually, when you heal your own flow from your own ancestors and use EFT to do that also, you're also healing the generations that are coming after. you're giving them less baggage to have to bring with them. So your daughter and using EFT with your daughter, no doubt, I'm sure because she learned it as a kid, she will go on to then teach it to her kids and her kids and her kids and You know, this is how we have meditation, it's how we have yoga, it's how we have Reiki, it's how we have uh, herbal medicine, all these beautiful natural modalities that have survived generations and generations because of word of mouth. And with intrepid wisdom, this is another thing that I want to tackle. I want to reignite those tools, reignite that wisdom to push it forward into the generations again. So I'm really grateful that there's people like you that are doing this. Obviously, those listening on the podcast won't be able to see this, but you'll just have to tune into YouTube and uh, check out the video. But Do you want to do a a tapping, a little kind of tapping exercise to show people how easy it is?
1: Yeah, that would be great. And also um, just to say that my daughter um, has been teaching recently and um, she was giving a maths lesson to the group of children that she's teaching. And they were just like, we're not doing maths. We can't do maths. She said, right, we're going to do some EFT now. And she tapped with them and they loved it. They said, how did you know the exact words that were in my head? And so she was just like tapping and reflecting it back to them and they and they felt much calmer. So that was really wonderful. And um, just to share how I've worked with, with mums and then we can get on to some tapping and do it ourselves. A few years ago, I ran a 30 day challenge where hundreds of mums came together in a Facebook group and I gave them a five minute EFT video to do every day for 30 days. And I told them what it would do is to help them regain their calm, enjoy their kids and get more done. And yes, it did what it said on the box. But what I was surprised about was that it did so much more because the, at the unexpected side effects were women saying, I feel so good to get up in the morning again, because like for someone who'd been a little bit depressed, another person said, I've stopped needing that glass of wine or that bar of chocolate at the end of the day. Another woman said, my period pains have disappeared. Another woman said, I've stopped feeling nauseous. Another woman said, I've stopped spending money on myself to make myself feel better because I feel so good several of them said my husband's been asking me what I've been doing because I'm so happy I mean literally on every level of their life it was changing and you don't have to be a mum to benefit from five minutes of tapping a day but I would say getting the tapping habit is such a fantastic thing and if you are a mum once it is your habit you're going to be much more likely to start using it with your children Mm
0: -hmm. and then they can
1: obviously grow up with this fantastic tool. But that's enough. Let, let's do some tapping. So, I'll try and make it podcast friendly as well. So basically, what we'll do is we'll just work on stress because I think everyone feels a bit of stress. So, so just um, tune into your level of stress right now. And if you're not feeling stress, stressed, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's maybe you've got some anxiety about something. Maybe you're angry about something. So when I say stress think about the emotion that is bothering you right now. And there are many ways of using EFT. This is just one way. So if you're thinking, well, I'm feeling great. I don't need EFT. You can also use EFT to feel even better than how you feel right now, but that's another type. And if you're interested in that, then just contact me because I've got loads of videos where I can share different types of tapping, but let's just work on stress for now. So rate your level of stress on a scale from zero to 10, zero being completely calmly, peaceful at night, and 10 being the most stressed you can imagine. And then what I'd like you to do is to imagine, just to get a sense of where you feel that stress in your body. So if you're okay, Deborah, we'll use you as a kind of, as an echo. So when I'm saying the words, you'll repeat them. You'll be like the audience. And I don't know if you can, if you're aware of any stress right now that you can feel in your body that we can release so that you can benefit as well. And if not, that's fine. You can just be the echo anyway.
0: I'm feeling pretty good, but
1: there's always just general. I want to feel better. <laughs> Fantastic. And can you feel any anything, any tension in your body when as you're sitting here? Yeah. Okay, so then just rate that for yourself on a scale from 0 to 10. And if you tap along with me, you agree to take responsibility for your own well-being. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with the side of the hand, which is the karate chop point. So you can use either hand, either side, or both hands together. It doesn't really matter. And just repeat after me. You'll probably be asking, do I repeat it out aloud or in my mind? And by the way, if you're driving, please don't do this until you've stopped. That is so it is usually better to say it out aloud because then you're much more focused on what you're saying. Because if you're just doing it in your mind, you can drift off to thinking about all the things that you should have done and the phone call that you were supposed to make. And the intention is to stay focused. So even though, even though I've got this stress, I've got this stress. And I can feel it in my body. And I can feel it in my body. I acknowledge that feeling. I acknowledge that feeling. And I acknowledge myself.
0: And I acknowledge myself.
1: Even though. Even though. I've got this stress. I've got this stress. And maybe I know what it's about. And maybe I know what it's about. And maybe I don't. And maybe I don't. And either way, it doesn't matter. And either way, it doesn't matter. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the
0: possibility.
1: Of accepting myself. Of accepting myself. Just the way I am right now. Just the way I am right now. And let's tap through the points. So the first point is the top of the head. And you can use a few fingers or the palm of your hand at the top of your head. And just say, this stress. This stress. This stress. And then we move on to the beginning of the eyebrow, either side, either hand. This stress. This stress. And then the next point is at the end of the eyebrow. All of this stress in my body. All of this stress in my body. And the next point is under the eye. It's on the bone, not in the eye socket. All of this stress in my mind. All of this stress in my mind and under the nose. I want to let it go now. I want to let it go now. And on the chin point, under the lower lip. All of this stress. All of this stress. And then we're moving on to the collarbone point, which is um, an inch down and an inch across from the dip in your throat. And if you're not sure, just you um, just kind of use the hold of your hand on slightly to one side and then you'll um, be hitting the point. I'm ready to let this stress go now. I'm ready to let the stress go now. And then under the arm, which is um, parallel to the nipple for men or on the bra strap for women. I really want to let this stress go. I really want to let the stress go i we going to go through the points, starting with the top of the head again. All of this stress. All of this stress. I, beginning of the eyebrow. I'm fed up with it. I'm fed up with it. Side of the eye. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel good. Under the, under the eye. And maybe it stops me sleeping. And maybe it stops me sleeping and under the nose and just think about the other things that it stops you doing and as you tap under your nose take a deep breath in and on the chin point and just notice where you feel that stress in your body and just take a deep breath into that area of your body right now And on the collarbone point, releasing a little bit more. And under the arm, releasing even more. Releasing even more. And we'll just go through the points one more time. I wonder what I'd be feeling. I wonder what I'd be feeling. Eyebrow if i wasn't feeling stressed if i wasn't feeling stressed side of the eye i wonder what i'd be telling myself i wonder what i'd be telling myself under the eye if i wasn't stressed right now if i wasn't stressed right now under the nose i wonder what i'd be doing i wonder what i'd be doing if i wasn't stressed right now if i wasn't stressed right now And the collarbone. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility. Of replacing the stress with calm. Of replacing the stress with calm. And stay on the underarm, even if it seemed like a miracle. Even if it seems like a miracle. And put your hands on your heart chakra or centre of your chest and say transform and take a deep breath. Transform. So what I'd like you to do now is to rate your level of stress again on a scale from zero to 10, zero being calm, peaceful and light, 10 being most stressed ever. And one of three things will have happened. It either will have stayed the same or it will have gone up or it will have gone down. If it's um, gone down, that's fantastic. You can repeat this routine again and get it down even further. Repeat it as many times as you need to or like to or have time for. And you can get it down to zero. Um, If you um, if it's um, gone up, don't worry, because what's happened is it's probably that there's been this low level of stress that you've been experiencing. And now you've actually looked at it and felt it and thought about it. it's like taking a lid off it. So it's become, it feels more intense. Don't worry, just keep tapping. Repeat this round again and it will go down. Repeat it a few times and it will go down. If it stayed the same, don't worry either. That is beyond what I can talk about on this um, podcast. But there are loads of different things that you can do. And again, if that's you, then please do email me and I will send you some links where you can find some troubleshooting ideas of, of how you can step forward with this. So I'm just curious, Deborah. I know you weren't stressed to start with, but um, how are you feeling now? Well, I kind of half zoned out. I
0: was so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. I was like, okay, yeah, remember to say the words, steps. So um, absolutely. Yeah. And I will say as well, like from previous experience, it's really important to not be hard on yourself. If for any reason, first time round, you feel like it's not working for me, it's not going to work for me, or it doesn't work. It does work, 100%, it does work. Um, And the more that you do it, the more practice you give it, it's just phenomenal how quickly it will work for you. And sometimes, It can throw up other emotions, which you can then tap on those emotions. And I think that that's more where Tamara, working with you directly, if somebody, they start working on anxiety or fear and it starts to bring up other emotions or even just makes you think it would be really cool to have somebody who knows what they're doing, who can guide me. because. You can start with fear and then suddenly you can work with anxiety and then you can feel, you you know, you can work with, well, I always seem to have this recurring thought or in the middle of it, my mum comes up or in the middle of it, my work, my boss comes up or work comes up. And it's really beautiful to pay attention to these little additional things that come into our mind because we can work with them and we can tap, you can tap on anything. You can tap on anything so it's been fantastic thank you so much for that help as well it's been really you're,
1: you're very very welcome and just to say there is so much that you can do on your own so don't be afraid to try but if you get if you get stuck and blocked that's the time to call a practitioner and if you want to work in a way that is connecting with your the root causes of your problems so that they don't reoccur and you want to release them so that you can truly experience freedom the fastest way of doing that is working one-to-one with a practitioner.
0: So how can people get in contact with you, Tamara? Can they contact you on Facebook or is it better to the website or what's the best way?
1: Um, yes, my website is tamaradon.com so they can access me there. I've also got my Facebook page, which is Transformation for Women. I've also got another page, EFT Tapping. So if you're more into the women mother stuff go to transformation for women otherwise it would be EFT tapping I can send you those links and for those of you who are interested in knowing more about EFT you can download my free EFT manual and if you're more interested in how EFT can help you as a mum I can send you a link with a de-stress video for mums as well so there are a couple of options all the links will be available I guess
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to stick all the links in the podcast below. And for those looking at YouTube, we'll stick in the links below on YouTube as well. And you can, you can download that free. Is it a PDF
1: tomorrow? It's a, a PDF manual and a video for the mums.
0: OK, and maybe we can put a link to that onto Facebook as well, onto the Intrepid Wisdom Facebook page. So thank you once again. It's been really, really beautiful talking to you. Uh, it's been really lovely to channel that lovely nurturing motherly energy and also to hear about your own kind of journey through life as well so maybe we'll have you back on the show at some stage it'd be really nice I think it's a I think EFT is very much something you can use at any stage in life and for any particular topic so it, it could be a nice one to bring back for a few other topics that we have if you're interested as well
1: well oh, absolutely anytime just let me know thank you so much for having me on your show no
0: problem at all And so, as I said, all the links will be below in in both YouTube and on the podcast as well. You can look up my website, which is intrepidwisdom.com. And the podcast is Intrepid Wisdom. And we'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye.